Hello and welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Eicher. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. What's up? Uh, this is episode 42. Yeah. 42. Shout out Brittany Griner. That's her number. Uh, nice. You know, she, signed, she signed with uh, the Mercury this week. She well, did. It's one of, yeah. our topics. Uh, one of our topics. I didn't even mean to lead with that, but the second I said 42, I was like, yo, BG42. Hey, I'm I'm going with the flow. I thought you were like, guess what? We're just getting straight into it. I'm going, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to topic number two right away. Um, well, yeah, you know, I mean, just some last, you know, free agency stuff. Also, Diana Taurasi signing back with the Mercury as well. Yep. Um, as expected, no one expected anything else. Uh, it's a one-year deal for Griner. Uh, that's a bit interesting. It's not what I imagine is happening. I don't know for certain, but what I imagine is like they're just trying to get her back into the mix. Maybe she can play her way again to a max deal. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was reading somewhere too that she took a pay cut actually. Um, and I mean, I feel like the Phoenix in general, I guess we're just getting into it, but yeah, I, I feel like Phoenix in general, uh, you know, like l- last episode, it was all about the super teams, right? And, and it's sort of like, what are the other narratives this year? And I think Phoenix with Griner back, you know, it's going to be a very different year than it was last year. I'm not saying that they're one of the contenders, but I think they'll be good. Right. And, you know, like Tarasi and Griner. Um, yeah. They know. still have Diggins Smith. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot going on there. So um, yeah, they will be a playoff team. Um, did. Uh, oh, why am I blanking out? Our, our, our Hamiltonian who you ran into in the steps. Kia is, nurse. Is Kia. Is Kia no, healthy? she, she signed with the storm. Oh, she did sign with the storm. That's a blow. <laughs> yeah i was kind of like i was seeing those announcements and i was a little confused why she would leave the mercury for the store i just assume it's a money thing yeah it's probably money I'm, yeah i'm looking up the roster now uh for for the for the mercury um yeah so still sophie cunningham um still shea petty uh brianna turner i'm not too familiar with uh, you know, all the other players. I remember Mariah Jefferson, but uh, yeah, we'll see, you know. Yeah, they can stay healthy, you know, they're they're a squad, but I don't think they're going to win at all. Yeah, I think it's, you know, until proven otherwise, the mm-hmm. narrative is who is going to win it between Las Vegas and New York. Yeah, but, uh, you know, nice to see them re-up their stars. And, and also, too, I think, like, the one-year thing could be for potential rebuilding if they feel like that's the direction they need to go in next year. Yeah, and for and for Brittany's sake, too, right? Like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, who knows exactly where she's at and a long-term commitment maybe just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, good news, though. It's like a really... I love anytime, you know, we are are talking about Brittany Griner, uh, like in this new light. It's just, it's just, it just feels like, I don't know. There's like, yeah, because it was, it was a year ago that it all went down. Yeah, it was a year ago. So it's been um, a year since the, the war in Ukraine started. And yeah, you know, well, 
it's kind of wild um yeah but it is good to talk about britney in a positive light again um did you see her at the super bowl i didn't no yeah she was there with her wife sherelle just just chilling at the oh my super god amazing bowl. yeah i don't was know she... who hooked that up or what but was she her... interviewed or anything or no there was just pictures of them there oh that's awesome i love that yeah they were just attending uh, I don't know who they were like rooting for or anything because I definitely don't follow football. Yes, I also don't know where it was. Was it in Texas? I want to say it was in like in Philadelphia or something. Well, I know Philadelphia played Kansas. See, w- listen. If oh, you're Amer- if but, you're that, American, but the Super Bowls could be anywhere. Yeah, that's right. If you're American and you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you can tell right away we're not American right <laughs> um, i think a lot of canadians do know nfl football though which is we don't where was the super bowl <laughs> it's great podcasting you know <laughs> um the super bowl was in uh glendale uh arizona so that, oh. makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense it was in it was uh oh it was in arizona there we yeah, go it was in arizona which yeah i feel like context clues could have led us there but uh <laughs> Google Listen, this. I'm the kind of person like if you put me in an escape room, I'm not escaping. You gotta bail me out. Yeah, uh, I believe I'm that. not. My brain just does not work that way. As someone that worked in escape rooms as an actor for a very long time, <laughs> uh, I would very much I could see that. Wow, that's insulting to me. But no, I think uh, at the end of the day, you're a team player, and you would get into it. And you would you would solve problems. It's all about listening. You're supposed to say the opposite. You're supposed to be like, no, Catherine. You're just like, no, I've worked in these rooms, and yeah, you're you're screwed. No, I'm just uh, no. That, that's why my my follow up was that you're a good listener and a good conversationalist. So actually, you would get out because all the people who are good at escape games are personable and they listen, and the A type personalities are the people who suck at it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like doctors, lawyers, people who are sort of like alpha are bad at escape games. What was it like working there? Uh, it was like a social experiment. Honestly, I saw like groups of 12 people play the same games over and over again. And uh, it was hilarious. You saw certain types of personalities. Yeah, like alphas or, or people who are just kind of... Um, I like families a lot because... There'd always be like the the older folks in the family and they'd be like, I'm not going to solve anything. But as the actor, you could like lead them towards a hint. So you'd lead them towards a hint. And you're in the room with them. Yeah. I'm getting and I'm giving them like basically subtle hints like this type of escape games. I did. It was impossible to escape the game without it was built so that you had to give the people hints. Some escape games, you're just like totally there by yourself and you're actually in this room and whatever like you know there's you put puzzles together and escape but the ones i was a part of um actually hilariously enough i'm wearing um my escape game (laughs) t-shirt right now which is insane um but uh yeah uh that's wild yeah, and, and and the type of games I played, or was a, was a part of, um, it was all context clues, and basically, you know, someone would be holding a green lock, and someone else would be holding a green key, 
and you know one person will be like what's that and and the the bad groups wouldn't talk they'd get really quiet and sort of frustrated but the good groups would would be like hey i see this hey i see that and then you sort of use your collective brain power wow yeah well that's cool very sidetracked there but i yeah. don't mind it i kind of i was like what you went with it you know what i mean and thank well, you you can't just drop a whole thing like that and not elaborate yeah um yeah so anyway uh good for good for Brittany. good for, good for Brittany. see good to see them back uh you know shout out to rihanna's halftime super bowl show real fun that was big time uh baby reveal mm-hmm. wild platform stuff cool shit yeah were you like um were you really like worried about the the shaking of the platform um not really uh i feel like it was anytime i i see something like that in a super bowl i'm like there's just so many people working on this yeah 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 um and there's like a thousand and one like wire and platform technicians that yeah, that's not the type of mistake that's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. So I, was, I really enjoyed it. It was great. It was very, very, it was like calm and powerful, which is a, was a cool. It mix. was, yeah, it was, um, you know, it was kind of minimalist for a Super Bowl show, but mm-hmm. also really like effective. Yeah. Maybe it'll change people's style going forward. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Rihanna like that that definitely was a big big performance yeah yeah I really it. enjoyed it um, okay in other news um, you wanted to talk about Charles Barkley because he is uh, so essentially he <laughs> he was talking about how people need to start investing more in the WNBA and that is after he signed a deal with Ruffles Chips. Yep. And so has Asia Wilson. Yes. Um I, I'm so glad you you did drop that. This comes from like it's it's like a Ruffles news report, which is funny to me. Um uh, like one of the quotes is while meeting fans at his bark dog pop-up shop with Ruffles during NBA All-Star Weekend, the six-year-old NBA legend took a moment to advocate for the women of the WNBA. Um, yeah, and, you know, he, he went on to say sort of that, uh, that um, you know, like like brands need to need to step it the hell up. Uh, and, and, and I like that someone so powerful like Charles is, uh, is kind of calling out the money. You know, like it's been a major theme, right? Ever since we started doing this podcast, uh, we've been sort of navigating wh- where the where the like truth is between, uh, you know, like like how successful the league is, how much financial trouble it's in, uh, can they afford chartered flights, um, uh, like just there's so much money conversation and it's really really hard to to put a to like you know kind of what's the word i'm looking for to like put your put your thumb down that's not the expression to 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 pinpoint the exact truth of like what the 
problem is or how much of a problem there is in regards to money. So, I mean, anytime someone's kind of yelling at, at the money, at the brands, uh, I think it's an effective thing. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is like, you know, no one, no one owes the league or players endorsements. It's really like, you know what I mean? So the sentiment of like, people need to step up. It's like, no one needs to do anything. But what I think is or would be effective is simply demonstrating the opportunity. You know what What, I mean? When you say demonstrating the opportunity, what do you mean? Like showing like how much the league is growing, how many more viewers there are, like, showcasing that there are sponsorship opportunities to be had how many followers the players have etc cetera, etc cetera. right like you, you like are, are you sort of kind of coming from a perspective like of like the WNBA should highlight how much money there is to be made from the players or, or the just league? from the league in general right right um and i mean i think you've seen some we've seen some growth and 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 companies like Google and that sort of thing. Invest. Yeah, absolutely, right. Like just showing those examples. Um, not to say that like you know Charles did anything bad or anything. And don't get me wrong, it's nothing like that. Um, and I agree with all you're saying. It's just the this idea that like people need to step up. It's like no, just be like, hey, we're a thriving business, right? And yeah. here are opportunities. That's just the because it's just from a you know, a greater position of power is what I'm saying. No, it's true. I mean, I I think like it's worthy of those. I mean, I, I think like, I guess, I guess where I'm at is like, there's so many ways to get one thing done. Sure. And, and demonstrating that you're worthy is one, but also I do think there is some, you know, there's something to be said about like browbeating a little bit and, and sort of like, not like shaming people into doing the right thing, but uh, you know, kind of like nudging them along. And if you're Charles and you know, you're, you're doing this thing with Asia Wilson uh, and, and ruffles uh, and, and even if Charles is doing it to like, look nice uh, let's say other chip companies, they're like, mm, that's interesting. The Charles Barkley and Asia Wilson are doing something. I'm Doritos. Maybe I should, get a hold of Kalea copper uh, or whatever the hell, you know what I mean? It's sort of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of being, it's, it's sort of putting your money where your mouth is. It's like, I think it kind of comes back to that, you know, orange. Like I, I can't see an orange WNBA hoodie now and not think of you. Anytime I say, I, I just saw a friend in it the other day and I had, there's this part of me that wants to be like, do you know any like how many WNBA players do you know? But then there's also this other part of me where I'm huh. like, oh, it's good that you're wearing it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even saying I, I like one thing is right or better than the other. I just feel like it's this kind of like I don't know. Like there's there's uh, it's it's uh, it's like death by a thousand cuts. If death is good, and the cuts <laughs> are also good. Um, one thing that really um cannot go without being said is that this uh article says uh barkley went with one of his culinary favorites the hot dog (laughs) 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 and his flavor of ruffles chips is hot dog flavor wow which i think is not appetizing 
Like I like hot dogs. I like chips, but I don't want a chip scented hot dog. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be right there with you if I hadn't had so many weird ass tasting chips. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say if I didn't just have so much weed. Yeah. If I didn't just smoke a giant bowl of weed, I'd be right there with you, but I am absolutely stoned out of my brain and, um, and I got to pound some hot dog chips. So what are these weird flavors you found? By the way, I, I don't know what Asia Wilson's flavor is. Yeah, she also hot dog. She's like, I don't want to do that. Um, no, I don't know what it is. Like, she has a quote being like, "This is a real blessing." You know, excited to work with Ruffles, but I don't know like what her flavor is. If her image is going to be like on a chip bag, like yeah. if there's going to be some sort of like limited edition thing, I don't know, and I don't know what her flavor of chip would be. That's a good question. Let me say, I'm going to say her flavor of chip would be um poke bowl <laughs> poke bowl what does that even mean as a flavor of chip listen uh, uh you, you like right before you went into this the asia wilson uh flavor of chip you're asking me what kind of flavors of chips have i had a lot there's a lot out there if you go in the chip aisle see you're probably just healthy you're, you're not going in the chip i don't aisle i don't buy chips yeah. Okay. Well, no. next time you're 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 in the chip aisle, check it out. Things have changed. Um, <laughs> bar, there's like baby back rib chips. I had like uh, this summer. I had like cucumber, uh, cucumber chips. Those were weird. Cucumber, ch- but wait, were they actual cucumbers? No, absolutely not. They were. Were they like? Was it just like a form of dill pickle, like a lighter dill pickle? That's what I thought, but it tasted even weirder. They actually oh. were. Bad. Um. See, baby back ribs poutine. make sense because that's just like a specific type of barbecue sauce. Poutine makes sense because that's like, you know, gravy flavor. I love how poutine makes sense to you and hot dogs doesn't. Um, because it's like I'm picturing like the smell of like hot dog water in a chip. I mean, that's nasty. And, I, and honestly, some of these flavors are nasty. <laughs> so uh, I've had teriyaki chicken chips. See, but that's um, teriyaki sauce as a chip. That makes sense to me. Fair, but oh man, I'm trying to think because there definitely is some chips out there that have nothing to do with a sauce. That um Yeah, in Europe they have um more flavors than they do here. I'm sure in other places around oh, the world sure. too. Yeah. Um the they're crisps. They're not, you know, they're not um they're not chips in England, they're crisps. Crisps. Hey, what's your Asia Asia Wilson flavored chip? Uh, I was thinking something like spicy, like a jalapeno or something like that, you know, that she could go like that sort of route. Okay. Scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnets. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I like jalapeno chips. It's one of my favorite flavors of chips. So, you know, I mean, that's too much of a real answer. I mean, I don't know. We don't know what Asia likes to eat. Yeah, I I don't either, and I just went for it. You know, you you went for it. Okay, so you've taken you've taken improv. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you um, take an improv, but um, tell you what, yes, and what would your chip flavor be, Freddie? Uh, some spicy as well. Uh, uh, that should have been our fun question. 
I, you I have a, a different one coming up later. I had a very, very tasty pepper when I was on my honeymoon recently, and it was uh, like a, a lemon pepper. Ooh. Um, so, but I, that like lemon pepper wings are already a thing, right? So lemon pepper chips would be very popular. I think. Yeah, le- Asian le- Wilson lemon pepper. lemon pepper chips would be a huge hit. I think. Yeah, le- that that would be my flavor. Oh, that's a good one. I'll call the chip people. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Hey, Ruffles. We need you, A, to uh, endorse more uh, WNBA players, but B, pick up this pod. Uh, me and Catherine, <laughs> we're the lemon pepper chip people, and uh, we're ready. We're, we're, here for, we're here for business. Speaking of lemon pepper wings, do you remember during the NBA bubble and uh, Never forget we, it. Lou Will was like suspended from the bubble because he went to a strip club and got lemon pepper wings. Yep. Like he was excused out of the bubble to attend a funeral and then he got lemon pepper wings and then they were like, no, you can't come back. You have to re-quarantine or whatever. Yep. And uh, I did some sort of tweet. I don't even remember the tweet. Something about being vegetarian at the time. And then I added the strip club and they actually replied back to me. Maybe I've told the story here before. I can't remember. They actually oh. replied back to me via Twitter and told me that they do have vegetarian options at the strip club. That's amazing. And I was um, very like, wow, they're really a they're really on top of it. B, I feel welcomed. Yeah, nice place. Um, I think it was was it Magic City. Yes, I believe it's called Magic City um, in, in Atlanta. Yeah, I know it's a it's a it's a famous place, and uh, I think to me one of the funniest parts about that story was that everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you went to get wings at a strip club," and then like pretty quickly the like the sort of like clap back was like everyone was like, "We understand it's a strip club, but those are some of the best wings in the whole world." Like, yeah, people were like, "Those are delicious wings." Like we get it, we understand the optics are bad, but. Him going there for wings is not far-fetched. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like culturally somewhere like Toronto, people don't go to strip clubs for the wings. Yeah, no, no. If you if, if you go if you go to the brass rail um <laughs> for, for for wings, people are like, no, 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 you went to see you went to you went to a strip club. I mean, I wouldn't I don't know. I mean, I don't have much strip club experience, but I've never known it to be known for any food here. Yeah, so it's just either. culturally very different is all. Yeah. Um, all right. That was that was another fun one. Really looking forward to Asia Wilson's uh, chip flavor. Me too. I think this lemon pepper thing is actually a very good idea. Um, okay. WNBA draft is in two months. And uh, ESPN did, um, you know, picks and player projections. Yep. Um, I uh, do not follow NCAA basketball because I cover two leagues and that's funny. But based on this top 12 trajectory that they've uh, that they've posted on ESPN, who is looking intriguing to you, Freddie? Um, yeah, so there's there, there's a couple people. Uh, I, I really like this article by um, uh, Vopel, uh, I believe his name is from uh, ESPN. Um, and, and, you know, it's, uh, it's about a month, uh, almost two months away. And, um, you know, we were talking about the, we were talking before the pod, how we both don't follow, you know, college sports really, but, uh, we kind of understand it. it's a big deal, especially for the WNBA. And, um, 
yeah, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna read all twelve, but uh, I think it's it'll be interesting for us to monitor sort of like who the who the consensus top five players are. Um, we all know Aaliyah Boston. Um, uh, Minnesota slated to draft a uh, Diamond Miller. Dallas Wings Haley Jones. Uh, the Washington Mystics, uh, Maddie Segrist, and Dallas Wings again, uh, Rakea Jackson. Uh, I think the player that stood out to me, uh, where was it? I'm just looking for the um, for the description. Uh, was it? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, it was the Washington Mystics, uh, Maddie Segrist. Uh, so she is a six two forward uh, senior playing for Villanova. Um. And she leads Division One in in scoring. She's almost scoring thirty points a game, twenty nine point four. So obviously, you never know how much of a impact any rookie can make. Uh, but considering that the Mystics, like you know, have Deladon, uh, I think adding someone who can score at a volume like that, like she had a fifty point game this year. That's absolutely insane at any yeah. level, right? So uh, again, we we're not watching the games. Um, so, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of, we're, we're, we're probably, you know, summarizing things a lot here, but, uh, I mean, if I'm the mystics and I, and I don't have a top, you know, top three pick, I, uh, at four, I'm happy with, uh, someone who can score that well. Yeah, for sure. Um, all that sounds very impressive. Uh, they are currently projecting, uh, number seven that the Indiana fever get Bria Beal. And uh, wouldn't it be fantastic if Bria Beal went to Washington <laughs> so they could be haunted by two Beals? Two Beals. Um, I like that. It's a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, but Bria Beal is uh, averaging five, five points a game, four rebounds, two assists. But uh, she's mainly known for her defense. So that's really cool. Um, I feel like maybe she has impressive stats that aren't available to me uh, in this article, but she's a, a six foot one guard. She's a senior. Um, and maybe that's a really good pick for, for the Indiana fever. Like I feel like a lot of younger players aren't known for their defensive prowess. Yeah. And uh, when you see one, that's uh, highly valued. And, and I'll add to that. She's uh, she's teammates with Aaliyah Boston already. Uh, for South Carolina. So you'd be keeping two teammates together. Yeah. Assuming they get along. Yeah. I imagine they hate each other. Um, <laughs> that, would, that would be bad. But uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to get a lot more um, draft news uh, as we approach here. And as the league kind of continues to like shore up a like, who's where, uh, mm-hmm. I think teams will sort of figure their needs uh, more and more. Yeah, it'll be easier for us to react to the draft than it will be to preview it in any real way, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, um, a bunch of other uh, news items here to go over. Um, uh, former WNBA star Simone Edwards passed away. Uh, she was a player with uh, the Seattle Storm. She passed at the age of 49 due to cancer. Um, very sad news there, you know. All the best to her friends and family. Uh, I don't know, Freddie, if you want to say anything about that. Yeah, you know, I was just reading uh, and watching some of the some. Uh, there's a really uh, beautiful video by uh, um, Seattle star, uh, former Seattle star Lauren Jackson, 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, before our time, but, uh, but 49 years old is incredibly young. So, um, you know, sad news and, uh, hope her family's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at the NBA all-star game, uh, Pau Gasol was awarded the WNBA advocacy award. Uh, I'm sure he is a WNBA advocate, but it's a little nepotism I'm so happy you said that. I'm like, okay. Like, so I'm like, yeah, it's a bit like, okay. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm trying not to be okay. Like in, in the same way that we, you know, we're talking about Charles Barkley, like, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, advocacy and it, it comes in many forms, etc. Um, And, and I think that, you know, I, from what I know about the Gasol brothers, they're, they're really good ambassadors of the game in general. They're humanitarians, philanthropists, they're, they're good people. Um, and, and I, I expect that he does support the game in so many ways that, that I don't quite understand. However, yeah, I'm with you There is there is this tinge of kind of like, how is this like, are you pat, are, are we patting ourselves on the back too hard here? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm undervaluing like what, like how important it is to support the game and, and that, like, if this is. If any NBA player or former NBA player strives to win this award, I guess it's a good thing because support's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, nepotism is a is is a good is a good descriptor for how I felt. It, it, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Stephanie Talbot is uh, sadly going to miss the entire season. Due yeah, this to- sucks an injury that she had uh playing overseas uh i believe she's currently with the storm if i'm not mistaken um and yeah that does really suck i mean and it adds to all the talk about um prioritize prioritization excuse me and all of that but you know i i mean we're both player empowerment people but it's just you know the timing's super unfortunate Oh, sorry. She signed a deal with the Sparks. Yeah. My apologies on Feb 1st. And then um, and then she was injured after she signed the deal. So, um, yeah, she's going to miss the season. And that's really unfortunate. Um, we'll have to dive deeper on in another episode in terms of like the Sparks and where we think they're projected to be this coming season, because that's the yeah. team that always kind of confuses me a bit. Yeah, um, I think I think you covered everything here. You know, it's it's not necessarily anything new as far as prioritization and players playing overseas, but it's stuff like this. Like the longer we cover the league, the more we sort of see this this type of nuance where it's like, oh man, like yeah. The so if you're if you're if you're Sparks management, you're like, we just signed this person February first, uh, and they're injured for the entire season. We signed them for a two year contract, so. That's kind of rough, but also um, you, you're not, no one's paying any of the players enough to say, Hey, don't play. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's complicated if, cause if, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're in the Australian league, you're like, well, what if she got injured in the WNBA? Then that means she can't play here. Yeah. Um, lastly, uh, Allie Quigley is sitting out this season, but not retiring. Freddie, she's your fave. What's going on? I don't know. That was weird to me. Um, I like, it just seems like there's some, this mass exodus from the sky. And I wonder, 
what the story is there. Like, is she a bit banged up? Is she like, I, I tried to go to maybe she couldn't get a contract with the Liberty. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, I was and like, you know, she's she like, I'm a codependent bay, and uh, that's what it is. Which is hilarious for a player that good and storied. But yeah, like the, the yeah. I, I mean, I did. <laughs> oh, no, think, I'm just being silly, but yeah, I, I, I did think about that. Right, like it's like. Parker leaves, Vandersloot leaves, and yeah, I mean and, they could be wanting to start a family or something too, you know. Like sure, yeah. Also be part of it. We don't, we don't know. And I, I do think Quigley is sort of. I'm not quite. I'm, I'm just gonna while we're talking Google. Like I'm not sure how old she is, but I think she's someone who's like nearing the end of her career. So maybe she wants to like wait it out and pick a. Um, like maybe she's like in a semi-retired scenario and right. she jo- joins a team for the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah, like maybe. That. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm making up rumors now, but, uh, yeah, this is all speculation. Station town. Um, how old is she? She's uh, she, yeah, she's my age. She's uh 36. So yeah. I mean, I just played basketball last night. My knees hurt so bad. Well, in WNBA <laughs> years, that's like nothing, right? I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone plays till their 40s. No. Um, yeah, but, you know, I hope, uh, hope she's well. hope she enjoys the season wherever she is. Yeah, same. Yeah. Jo- hey, join our pod, Allie, would you? Why not? We should reach out. Yeah. Um, okay, Freddie. Uh, speaking of the Chicago sky... Uh, and everyone fleeing. <laughs> this leads us I know. to uh, your fun question of the week. Take it away. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, well, and and actually, my uh, my other team, um, uh, like my, I, I, I had two different teams in in our our, our years of covering um, the league. First, it was the Sky, who went the whole way and won it all, and it was amazing. Then it was the Lynx, uh, who you know couldn't get healthy and didn't make the playoffs. Um, wait, did did they make the playoffs at the end? I don't think so. No, I think I think they did. No, not. I don't think they did. Um, but uh, my question is, uh, we you know we are from Toronto, uh, as people who uh, listen to this podcast know, and we are getting uh, uh, we're getting a preseason game, and it's between the Lynx and the Sky, and I want to know. Uh, who you are going to cheer for, Catherine? Uh, you need to go first because these yeah. are both your teams. So first season, yeah, we covered this. You picked the Sky. Second season, you picked the Lynx. And now they're facing against each other in the inaugural Canadian game. This is an emotional turmoil for you. It is. Yeah, I'm going to go to Sky because okay. when I picked the Sky, they didn't let me down. Um, and Kalea Copper, uh, I think, is probably See, you're most... you're actually the one who left first. I know, I know. And then everyone left. Uh, yeah, there you go. I left the sky. You're. Thank you so much for saying that. I wanted to say that, but you actually said it, which made me feel great. Um, you're you're, you're exactly right. Uh, I I I left. Uh, no, but um, yeah, I I think Kalea Copper is the most exciting player between the teams, and uh, that's my yeah. pick. Yeah, I mean, I'll just go with the opposite team just to keep things interesting, but I have no skin in this game, you know? I'm just going to, you know, eat jalapeno chips. Sure. Right? 
Yeah. Um, and go from there. It's a game at Scotiabank Arena. It is. Yeah, that's exciting. And it goes on sale very soon. That's right. So, I don't know. I'll just go with the opposite team just to bug you. Yeah, well, but it's I think pissing I pro- me off, man. But I, pro- but I agree. I think Kalia Copper is the most exciting player yeah. between the two teams. And, uh, you know, I kind of wish they had decided who these teams are going to be after free agency because it would have been nice to see a team with more yeah. stars on it. No yeah. disrespect. Uh, especially because it'll be like introducing the WNBA for a lot of people. Right, like a lot of people are gonna go to this game, never have watched a game before. A lot of I, people are gonna go to this game expecting to see Candace Parker. Like, let, let's be real. I mean, like, she's not playing for this guy. Yeah, um, like I, I don't think they realize how, like, as much as we're like, yeah, we're auditioning for a team. Like, I don't know how much they realize how much they're like introducing the league to Canada. Yeah, I, I, I will say this is a, this is a hard audition. Um. I, I really, really hope Toronto shows out, um, but uh, I mean, there's I, 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 I feel two ways about it. One way is like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you, and I think that um, it would have been nice to have some stars that could kind of like help sell this exhibition game. Um, on the other hand, I feel like if Toronto doesn't show out, I don't want to hear anyone complain about uh, not having a not having a WNBA team like ever again like yeah. i feel like it's like this is it this is very clearly an audition to see how big women uh women's basketball is in canada so this is, this is how the coverage is gonna go in my opinion this is just my uh my okay right now i love it give it to me i think like you know some raptor like fred van vliet and like maybe like one or two other people are gonna be there maybe maybe drake's even there I hope he's there. You know what I mean? People like that. Maybe a Kia nurse is on the broadcast or something. Yeah. And everyone's going to talk about how all these other people were there. And not about the game. Like they're going to name the celebrities. Like, can you game? believe it? Fred Van Vliet came to the first WNBA game in Canada. Whoa. Like that. I mean, yeah, that's I feel how, like that's how that's gonna be like the bulk of the coverage. I I hope I hope that it's like even bigger than that. Like I hope that like Engelbert's like, oh my god, nice to meet you, Justin Trudeau. Nice to meet you, <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> oh my god, Tanya Takak, big fan. You I mean, I mean it'd be a big deal if Trudeau showed up, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, maybe I, it would happen. I hope he does. Like, I hope, like, I mean, um, Oh, I hope whoever our new mayor, uh, 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 the the, the Toronto lost its mayor. Check it out. It's fun news. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, as you can see, I'm not a fan. But um, I I, I hope whoever our mayor is, is there. Like, I really think this is one of those things where. um, The mayor will be there. If we want, if we like, it's like we have to care first and more. You know what I mean? And I think I was just reading an article about how like. uh, it was written from the, like the Oregonian, the, the Portland or Oregon uh, newspaper, just saying, you know, they were staking their case or stating their case saying we are the place that should be expanded to. So it's like there's other places that are competing for, for sure. This. 
For sure. I uh, I completely agree with you, Freddie. And I do think it will be a real test. I do think it'll say a lot about our city and our city's fans because, you know, I mean, you're talking about the hoodie and every time you see the hoodie, you think about me and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I do believe a lot of the fandom and curiosity about the WNBA here in Canada is very performative. It's just, you know, so that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to show up, but you know, you never, you never know. I want to, uh, I want to take your approach and be like, yeah, the prime minister is going to be there and it's going to be like the biggest deal, but. I'm also going to say this MLSE make this thing affordable. You better make this thing affordable. Oh yeah. Cause Do Raptors not... tickets are in the crazy. Yeah. Raptors tickets, Leafs tickets. You've priced out real fans. Make this family friendly, make it affordable. Love it. I think they will. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Um, Freddie, that's been our episode. What a wild ride. Yeah. We had chips. We had escape rooms. We had <laughs> yeah, some we mayor were. talk. <laughs> yeah, we, we went we went a lot of places. You should run for mayor. That would be really fun. Hey, guess what? Um, I am running for mayor. And since you brought it up, breaking it here on the pod. <laughs> um, I am running for mayor. And I will be at the game. With I would vote for you. Thank you so much. I um, would vote for you. I think you would be a hilarious mayoral candidate. I think you would bring a lot of laughs and levity. I think so. To everything that's going on. I think you will say exactly how the majority of people feel in the funniest way possible. Thank you. And yeah. it's it's what the city needs. You know, you get a raccoon mascot. Oh, with you right like people here are obsessed with raccoons i hate them but people are obsessed with raccoons yeah. here um because we have many of them yeah and uh yeah you know get a, get get the raccoon on your side get that white squirrel sure yeah. you know that uh, that's know. a deep toronto cut a deep toronto cut there was an albino have, squirrel that, squirrels and that everyone went crazy for um you know you're just just go and have lunch out in the burbs a lot like there's sure. so many great restaurants out in the burbs you know just chat with the people man you could win man honestly this city's so jaded you could win i would go hard the only thing i'm missing uh, the only thing i'm missing uh, is a... the application to run? <laughs> yep, that's okay. Two things: the application to run. Um, no, three things: the know-how to run. Um, number two and three: a massive amount of independent wealth. Um, so yeah, yeah. I just if if you... we'll start a GoFundMe. That's how everyone obtains massive Let's independent wealth. If, yeah, if you are sitting on many millions of dollars, you want to put into my account, um, so I can have a good run. The social media stuff. You know, you could create a whole social media campaign. Some videos that go viral doesn't cost too much. If, if you just did a video about running for mayor, that alone would explode right now. Yeah, you know what? I got a, I got a couple more uh, hours in the day before go, uh, go to like sets. like a Dufferin <laughs> go to like Dufferin Mall or something. I'll go and to all the malls. Go to all the malls. Yeah, and just you know, plead your case. I'm the mall mayor. Yeah. Lettuce is what ten dollars under me, fifteen dollars, baby. That's right. <laughs> Everyone gets a car. Check under your, gets... check under your seats. <laughs> lettuce is fifteen dollars, but everyone gets a car. Yeah. Um, okay. 
wild times everyone thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode you know we're still deep into the off season here but yeah. things will be happening more and more soon it's all very exciting uh you can follow us at the pickup WNBA pod on all your social media channels uh we've got freddie posting a little bit more there now these days so check it out uh thank you again and uh we'll catch you next time thanks so much everyone take care bye